You are listening to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Have you checked out their Formula helmet yet? Well, you should because Fly Racing has redefined expectations in both safety and performance with the Formula helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring the Rion technology, Conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the Formula helmet to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the Fly Racing Formula helmet changed the game. Tim Geyser, MXGP uh, Flanders. I know your win here last year meant a lot to you. That was with a 2-2. I'd imagine this year's win, 2-1, it could have easily been a 1-1. It was quite dominant. I'd imagine this is a big one for you. Yeah, it could be like that. You know, I make a mistake in first moto crash. Um, so, yeah, I finished second and then second moto. Uh, I was silly, feeling great on the bike, you know, uh, feeling really relaxed. And I'm super glad that finally I'm getting that feeling also on the races. You know, usually I had on the practice but when the race came when the normal came always i kind of like get tight you know like not relax at all but uh now i'm super happy you know finally everything came everything came together and uh yeah won the second overall of the year so do you not actually think you've gotten better in the sand in the last year or two have you always been this good it just hasn't shown at the races i guess i mean like yeah definitely last couple of years we did a lot of uh, improvement especially in the sand uh, but I would say like this winter and the last winter was the, I mean, the biggest difference that I made. Uh, also this winter we train a lot, basically like all the winter I was just riding sand tracks. Um, so yeah, it helps definitely. More you ride, better you get. And I'm guessing even your win last year, like coming into here today, I'm guessing that was in the back of your mind and like you won last year, so why couldn't you do it today? Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, but it's not easy, you know, we all know that the track on the race is gonna be really tough yeah. here in Lomo, so uh, you really have to be on the top of, of your game. You know, you, you just need also the starts. You know, we all know that this year the the starts are really crucial. They are really important, and uh, I managed to take two solid starts. Uh, came in the lead quite quickly in both motos. Like I said, first one threw it away, finished second, but then uh, second one make a comfortable lead and then uh, control the race. Oh yeah, speaking of your starts, that first moto, I have no idea how you didn't get the whole shot. That might be the most perfect start I've ever seen you do. <laughs> Literally, I could not believe what I was seeing. Yeah, I mean, like, I thought also that I got it. I, I it was like it, a Prado start. <laughs> but then uh, Walsh from nowhere, I mean, just came from outside, uh, carries so much momentum. Um, so I was second, but still I was I was happy with it. <laughs> uh, what did you think of the track today? Obviously, it's changed quite a lot. Uh, I thought maybe it was even rougher than last year, but what did you think? I mean, uh, it's definitely a different track comparing last year, uh, especially because we are here in October. You know, uh, last year we were here in August uh, during the summer. Also, the weather was way more hotter. Uh, the track was more drier. It was like dry sand, like beach sand. Today was quite dark, you know, uh, quite heavy sand, uh, heavy for the bikes. Uh, even the bumps and the rods were like uh, different comparing the normal Lommel. But anyway, it was, was quite rough, yeah. <laughs> and uh, hey, last thing, you came in with a 24-point lead. I think it's now 48. So that's not yeah. a bad day at the office, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's good. I, I didn't even check uh, how much the points lead is at the moment. 
because I just want to go out there, have fun, uh, enjoy, give my best every time I'm, I'm out there. Uh, still, we have five GPs to the end, so uh, I hope to, that we're going to enjoy a lot. Jeremy Sewer, uh, MXGP of Flanders. Eventful day. Maybe you had a more eventful day than anyone else. Uh, first moto was just carnage. You ate a lot of roosts, but came through really well. I don't think anyone will really notice that. And then uh, you rebounded strong with a, with a second moto, which was a little easier, better start and everything, so a little calmer. But uh, just wrap it up for us. Yeah, you know, first of all, I have to say the track is really, really tricky at the moment. With all the wetness inside, it makes the front wheel so tricky to handle you know to lose the front here is just so so easy so making mistakes but overall I had a good feeling with my bike just first moto didn't have to jump at all for some reason uh, you know how brutal it is at the start nowadays first corner is quite tricky riders crashed in front of me I hit Calvin I'm sorry for that I couldn't avoid him had another small tip over trying to pass already and was just the last started to put in some decent laps I didn't hurry at all because you have six motors to go <laughs> and ended up being fifth you know yeah. which was super good coming from really far but uh, had a small other crash which costed me about five six seconds nothing too bad in Lommel happening I think to everybody today or to many was again going for fifth which would have been quite a decent result but then uh, had a technical problem I like my start button wouldn't unlock like I just uh, hit the double after the waves landed on a soft spot and I just went in and didn't go out and I stopped on the track kick it out didn't work uh, thought I may have to make it till the pit lane but luckily after two more corners it went out yeah. so lost another 20 seconds or something so a frustrating eight place with a lot of speed actually you know so I had to make up for that in the second motor and I did uh, started third followed them all the way they just had a really quick first lap I was like oh if they go this pace I, I won't follow them <laughs> but after one lap I caught back and we stayed a bit together until Tim just pulled away a bit Jorge had a mistake I went to the inside had a small moment to rethink the situation so I expected him to know I'm there because he made a big mistake so I expected him to, to follow to the outside because I was inside of him. So, you know, the inside guy normally wins. But he just tried to cut back anyway. And that's where our lines cross. And that's how we made contact. And he crashed, you know. So that's racing. After that, solid second, good laps. But then uh, I just made a small mistake. Uh, two, two, three laps to yeah. go. Nothing huge, just a small kicker, nothing I would crash off, but on the landing I just hit like a hard kind of rut because it's the, because of the water it's so hard underneath and so packed and this just made me crash like a, like a goon. I mean it was not a small crash but also not a big one but just like frustrating to lose those two points but I mean still happy and we have two more races to go. Uh, speaking of weird crashes, you've just reminded me of something I wanted to ask you. In qualifying you crashed... After the long sweeper, there's that big roller. I didn't see you crash, but I just saw your bike like halfway up it. So what the hell happened there? Um, I think Prado did actually the same. Like I, and that's the place I crashed second motor again. Oh. But no, both of those crashes weren't bad. It just looks yeah. like a shitty position. But there we jump from that inside uh, jump, like break whatever break jump, quite close to the wall, and then we scrub. But we jump into ruts, which, like I said, are really packed and hard. And if you land, let's say, 
like this much more inside or outside you you would always like lose your front or like be a bit off balance and this morning I, I this is exactly what happened so when I landed my front just got turned in and the bike stopped and I, I just went off the bike I didn't hit the ground hard at all just the bike was laying like really shit and I had to fucking pull uh, oh, it took you a long time to get on it this morning <laughs> yeah because it was like just upside like the the handlebar downwards <laughs> on the fucking steepest hill on the track it wasn't easy <laughs> um coming through the pack in the first moto how easy was it compared to normally making passes here because i don't know a lot of guys today it seems to take them longer to get around guys they should be able to pass than normally here where it's wide open and you can kind of go anywhere it just seemed like it was a little tougher than normal yes it was because the sand is so heavy and uh, you get roosted a lot yeah. So also me, in the beginning, I stayed behind guys like Tixier, you know, like for some laps or not. I just, I mean, Tixier is a good rider, but you can, you know, yeah. if you are faster, you pass him quite quick. But today it was not easy to pass. But somehow, anyway, I just focused on myself. I rode, I passed. And then I watched the pit port for like to check stuff. And I saw like, ah, P7. Oh, that went quick, you know, because also many had mistakes. Yeah. Tony crashed, this guy did this, you know. So it felt like a big struggle to pass for Lommel, you know. But yeah. at the end uh, of the motor, I was still surprised. Ah, yeah, I'm there actually, you know. And uh, obviously, like you said, we've got uh, four more motors here. How are you feeling going into it? I guess you're feeling pretty good now. You had a few crashes today, but ready for Wednesday, I guess? Yeah, I mean, not yet. Some, I, I'm happy. Oh, you don't want to go right now? <laughs> no, no, I'm happy we have some recovery, even though I feel pretty well. Yeah. But yeah, going to be four tough models. Uh, probably the weather uh, can change. We are in Belgium, can have some rain. Uh, we will see about this, but... Uh, yeah, some crashes today, but like I said, many people had mistakes today. Not only me, it's just really tricky out there, but I tried to avoid this. And if I do that, I can be, you know, fighting for podiums and this in Lommel, which is uh, really good for me, you know. And uh, last thing, I guess they're going to make big changes here, or at least bigger than we saw at Fienza and uh, Mantova. If there's one thing that you'd like to see changed on the track from today, uh, what would it be? sector two because i suck there all day <laughs> just get a bulldozer and just straight through it <laughs> yes 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 don't change the waves i was super fast there well i thought you were going to say the waves i thought everyone would say the waves they look gnarly yeah they are gnarly but that's where i made all my time today and i can't even explain i was the sand king <laughs> yeah i was super i have the shortest legs but i i was the fastest on the waves for some reason but no the track is not bad you know it's it's just brutal because it's so the, it, the sand is so wet yeah. and and hard underneath and slippery, you know. But oh, I mean, any change they're gonna make, Lommel will turn out kind of similar, you know. Uh, you keep mentioning the sand being a problem. It's gonna rain, I think, for Tuesday and Wednesday. So does that mean that you're not really looking forward to that at all? <laughs> I don't mind, you know. It's for everybody the same. Yeah. You know, not only me. I'm saying that it's 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 a tough thing for everybody. So. That's how it is, but it will definitely not get easier, I think. <laughs> Brent Van Donick, uh, MXGP of Flanders. Obviously, your first uh, GP since Volkenswart, so it's been a while. There was a little bit of hype around you coming into here, mainly created by me because you've mm. been doing good things in Britain. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, you're a bigger guy anyway, so you'd expect you to be better on a 450. Yeah. And you delivered. I think, I don't know if you were twice top 10, but you were around there, eighth in the second moto. Yep. I was 10 and 8. L- like, really? You belong in MXGP. Today was quite clear that this is where you need to be, should be. And overall, you must just be stoked because 
jumping into this series and finishing top 10 twice, that's a big deal. Yeah, this is like the goal, you know, of, of this week, these three races, to show myself and, and hopefully get a, get a ride in MXGP again next year. Uh, Lee's doing a great thing, actually, with the team. Like, uh, the bikes are great and everything. But it just needs a, a little push, <laughs> I think, to get into MXGPs. But, uh, yeah, it was, was a really good day. I've been looking forward for this one since a long time now. Because it has been, yeah, eight months, you know, like you said, since Valkesart. I was a little bit nervous coming here, to be honest. Like today, like I did, I didn't eat that much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I felt pretty good, especially the second model. First model, I felt a little bit tight, maybe because of yeah, I was a little bit nervous. The second model was was really good. I had a good flow going going on, and uh, yeah, I missed my start twice a little bit. Like uh, I'm not used to anymore to start on this uh, start gates with the because they're like they have like the plate on it and I had a lot of wheel spin. Uh, so maybe this week this is something I need to work on a little bit. But uh, yeah, after all, you know, really good day. Uh, it's good for uh, my confidence also, you know. Yeah, I'd imagine it's good for your confidence because it's not like you just rolled around in 17th. No. Throughout the day, you were battling with DeSalle, Caroli, Fevre, Sewer. Like, you were right in the thick of it with some big names. So I guess running with them and also battling with them, heading into Wednesday, that's got to do a lot for you. Just when you're sat on the line, you'll be like, hang on, I belong here. Yeah, yeah like this morning I was eight or nine and... In quality practice, and it felt a bit, bit weird actually to be like between these big guys, you know, because it's been a long time. And uh, but it was, yeah, it was just awesome battling with these guys because I feel like this is where I belong, also, you know. And uh, actually, like during this lockdown with Corona, I uh, I worked a lot on myself and I, especially on the bike and everything, and I feel way better than I did in the beginning of the year. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully we can do the same thing on Wednesday and Sunday and, uh, and, and, and get a ride maybe or get some more support or uh, whatever, yeah. I'm guessing uh, even though you've been a British rider this year, you've still been training as if you're a GP rider, so yeah. still doing 30-minute motos, all of that stuff, so the programme today actually wasn't as much of a shock to you? No, I just, you know, kept to the same programme like I did the years before. Uh, like I was practising for, for a GP, I think that's, yeah, I mean... Why would I uh, take off five minutes on practice? Because, you know, on the MX National, it's only 25 plus two. But, but actually, like the MX Nationals, the races, they are quite long. Uh, because they had, all the tracks, they, uh, they have long laps. Yeah. It's a long lap and uh, they get really bumpy because <laughs> they are riding from morning till evening, like non-stop, you know. They have so many classes. Like last time in, uh, in Fat Cats, oh, it was brutal. Like the track was so rough. It was a good practice for this one, actually. Uh, yeah, like like today, maybe like the waste section was a little bit too sketchy. I would say I think they should take like three away yeah. something because it's just too long. Like the first ones, you start good, you feel strong, but then the last ones, you're just hanging hanging on, you know. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I don't know. Maybe they change something on the track. Yeah, we'll see. This is going to sound bad, but it's a good thing. Obviously, you want to be in MXGP. This is where you belong. You prove that today being in Britain and watching the races go on here without you has it been frustrating like has it been hard to take yeah in the beginning that was really tough for me to be honest like uh, I was a little bit like depressed I would say like I was there on the MX National watching yeah and or like at the meantime there was like a GP going on and like the f- I remember the first two races I didn't even want to watch like the MXGPs like I didn't want to know anything about the results and stuff and then then after two 
two races I would say I I just you know accept it and uh, you know and keep working but yeah that was that was tough in the beginning yeah so you don't have anything signed for next year and who knows maybe Lee will take you to European GPs next year or maybe a team up in here will uh, pick you up but either way you're open and hoping to prove yourself yeah like you know like you said I'm, I'm free for next year and uh, like I said that's my goal this uh, this week to show myself and hopefully get a get a ride for next year in GPs and I guess the thing that people need to remember is a lot of people might go oh yeah but it's sand he's good in the sand mm. even in your GP career you prove yourself on hard pack and MX Nationals mm. you were doing well at the hard pack tracks and you were battling guys like Tommy who was no slouch here no. just last year so no. it's not just a normal thing you can do this anywhere yeah I think it's because I had two podiums in the sand before yeah. you know in the MX2 class that's why they say like yeah he's only like or he's faster or only faster in the sand but I uh, I feel seem comfortable and on hard pack to be honest like uh, also the last British races I did I felt really good also on the 450 the 450 suits me way better on, on every kind of condition actually so uh, I mean I wish I could go to, to, to Arco to be honest you know and show something there but yeah it is what it is and I uh, have to accept it and yeah get some good results here I can delete this bit if you like, but are we allowed to talk about the deal that you almost had for here? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was a little bit disappointed, but you know, that's that's their choice, no problem. I uh, was happy I got the opportunity, you know, at, at first. But uh, you know, I'm I'm here anyway, so uh, that was that was the 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 plan already, you know, to come here. But uh, yeah, I'm just so happy to be here and uh, and, and and be back in this atmosphere, you know. Ben Watson, MXGP of Flanders. I don't even know where to start. Um, okay, let's go first moto first. You won, finally. It's, it's funny, like, the first win would normally be a shock, but this could have happened 2018, could have happened last year. I guess in a way it was almost just a relief to get it off your back, and what a way to win too. You were, well, dominated really. You, how you were behind Vial, kind of played it smart, then dealt with the pressure from the front, and then obviously last lap uh, cruised it home after he crashed, but... I'm guessing that was a big one. Yeah, absolutely massive for me. I mean, when I crossed the line, I just was, I was going crazy. Like, I've never, the feeling like you you honestly, I can't explain it. You can't imagine without it happening to you. And when, you, you know, you come from 18, getting your first podium quite early on in the season and um, then not getting on it until a year later again and riding good at times, but just having, yeah, just a few problems along the way and then, it was just coming into here, I didn't ride this week and just, yeah, tried to take away the, the stress because I know that I can ride good here and I've grown up in the sand so it's just natural to me. It wasn't something where I thought, yeah, let's let's go, I need to go training hard in the sand and I just just thought let's go and ride and it's been, yeah, unbelievable. Like, I had a real... Not a, not a real bad start, but the jump was just... I completely missed it in the first race, and then I just cut behind the guys, and I came out in second. And I think I wasn't actually that far off the whole shot. Um, and then, yeah, I was, for once, like, decent in the beginning of the race. And I just put some solid laps together, and after a couple of laps, everyone just settled into their pace. And I sat behind Tom for quite a while and worked out a few lines that I could gain place, like, time. Uh... And then, yeah, it was just about midway through the race, he, he made a few mistakes, and one time it was quite big, and I just I went for it. Made a mistake myself, but made it happen. So um, I got into lead, and then I thought, yeah, like, was it a bit early, or should I have waited? And 
he then dropped on the lines that were a little bit better and he just sat on my tail for the rest of the race and it was like yeah the longest 15 minutes in my life I for me just, too really <laughs> yeah for everybody like my brother he was talking about it, he said oh but no it was the feeling like 15 minutes leading the race and then finally i was thinking like the last three four laps like come on just just keep plugging away make your laps happen and i knew like, i was confident in my riding so i wasn't like worried about him being really faster and making a pass on me but it was just it was a matter of if i made a mistake so i had to really just keep my cool and and just go for it at any point were you like proper stressing out or were you quite calm the whole way through no i thought i would be a lot worse um you know like it's when you're going for your first race winning you've been leading for 15 minutes and you've you've actually gone from second to first not got the whole shot and yeah so i knew i was fast and that was the the thing that helped me a little bit i think because sometimes i get the whole shot and the guys are just like on my wheel and they make a pass like within a couple of laps normally normally first lap um where i'm a little bit weak let's say but then yeah this time it was a little opposite i was uh, second and then i put the pressure on and made it happen got into the lead and yeah there was times where i was just the last lap especially because the pit board came out and it said plus 15 seconds so i was like i crashed and then like halfway around that lap again i saw one guy like giving me the 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 signals that i've got a massive lead so i was like right definitely he's definitely crashed so then i took it easy through the whoops last lap and that i really enjoyed them them last few corners in the last straight because i knew i knew i'd done it before i'd crossed the line and yeah when i when i took the flag it was just yeah emotional really nice uh, what about between the motos was that any different to usual like i'm guessing you couldn't maybe relax like normal because you were absolutely buzzing <laughs> yeah i was buzzing and when i came off the track like so so many guys from different teams and people who you've not you know not close to or anything but are just so pumped for you coming over and everyone took me like uh, half an hour before i'd got my kit off and uh, i tried to enjoy the moment and you know when i when i could I, I went to the camper and just chilled out on my own and got some food and just put my feet up a little bit and relaxed and i watched so much gp race on the tv there so it was good like i enjoyed the moment and then just uh, a little bit after i i got away in the camper and just got focused for the next race but now it wasn't really and it, the, the feeling wasn't different because yeah, I've won a race, but I was focused on on the overall as well. So yeah. And uh, so you mentioned about your start in the first race. Second one was similar, I guess, because watching out of the gate, I thought your jump was really bad, and then out of nowhere, coming out the first corner, you just appeared in third. Yeah, the the problem. This is a heavy, heavy sand, and it's got a little bit of moisture in there, and for the clutch, it's tough. So we've had to change something this weekend to to make sure that I don't have any problems and uh, I have had to sacrifice a little bit on the start and I'm just not used to how it's reacting at the moment um, but yeah the the most important thing for me is a good qualifying position and then if I'm on the inside of the gate I'm safe like I knew going into the second race after what happened in the first one I could just totally mess it up and I'd come out in the yeah. top five like 100% so yeah I wasn't too stressed about that so I think you know on Wednesday if if qualifying doesn't go good then you know I know what we can do because the the clutch was was perfect after both races so that's not really an issue but we're just doing it for safety at the moment so we'll yeah we'll see and uh what about a crash it looked like a bit of a weird one and actually a bit of a heavy one yeah so I, I can't really recall what happened but I think I took a tear off on the exit because I was right behind Renault and then I was sat down obviously at the moment yeah. 
and I just got like a kick and lost my left hand and then obviously all my weight went forward and um, I ended up just going over the bars like it was quite a big crash and stupid crash yeah <laughs> and I I hit my yeah, and I hit my my head and the bike came down and I was oh, I was shook up for a couple of corners and yeah luckily like the bike stayed running and I I just got up and took me one or two laps to get back into it and then after that I was not riding really you know on my rhythm like I knew I could yeah. but towards the end of the race I started feeling a lot better again and got in that groove but yeah couldn't just make enough I got back onto the onto the back of Olsen and Van der Moosdijk but yeah just not enough yeah I thought those last couple of laps of the second race were really impressive like you say you closed in on third and fourth quite quickly I thought I'm guessing you knew you needed both of them for the overall and you just looked even without looking at times and everything you just looked flowy again yeah I felt like with the bike and everything and me I just felt really good all day from like the first couple of laps in free practice this morning I just had a real good feeling I was playing with the bumps and you know they left the track bumpy from yesterday so the first laps in the the free practice normally I'd go out there and I'd be like oh this is going to take a bit of getting into but I just I didn't attack it straight away but I just had a good feeling when I went on the track and that set me up for the day really because qualifying was was pretty good for me especially and then yeah like the second race at the end physically I felt really really good both heats first one I felt you know perfect at the end and and even the second one I felt really really strong still at the end so that's a big bonus and you know the hard work has to be done many months ago for that it's not something you can just decide you want to change and go for it it takes takes a lot of time so I'm happy about that and yeah we'll be fully focused for Wednesday now and uh, your wave speed was unreal you were easily the best mx2 rider through there like both motos no matter what uh, was there anywhere else on the track where you felt like you were better than the guys around you yeah the waves was my favorite section it was fun. it was good to watch like yeah. every lap i was like oh, i better watch out for that because that's actually entertaining <laughs> yeah it was definitely my favorite section i mean still to get it good every lap was was actually impossible because there was no lines through there it was just it was just a mess like the the lines were like some going left and you see guys getting high sides through there and it just it was just like a bomb site if you had some lines i think it would have been got a bit harder underneath and you'd have been able to you know get the double double out at the end but i just tried to use my legs in the beginning of them i really manual through and gain the speed and then on them last two just try and and double out and that was a big key like sometimes like when i saw olsen in front he was a good gap and then i think one lap i got it really really good and i was just on his tail straight away and i thought yeah and next lap I need to go for it again and then you come around next lap and it's like ah it's a mess and you, if you go through one deep line you lose all your momentum and then it's real hard to get the double out and when you bounce then it's difficult to make speed but yeah no the rest of the track there was not really anywhere special where I was making time up like that but it was more lines I feel like I had a, a few good lines today so yeah that helped me more than than um you know in general than than one section like the waves but no overall i was i was happy with how it all went uh, i guess this interview's got to end at some point so last question uh, going into wednesday it's only two days away is it going to help you not knowing that not just knowing that you can win but knowing that you have one round here like because i feel like even coming in today i feel like you knew you could win round here you were fast here last year you're always fast on tracks like this so but knowing you've actually done it is that going to change things a little bit yeah, because, you know, when you're coming through and you have to go in steps, like I don't expect to just go and stand on the top of the box without winning a race. And, 
now I've won a race, my next goal it is first overall. So that's all I'm going to be thinking about now. Not not like to get on the podium. I've done that enough times, and I know what I can do. Like positive, a lot of positives from today. Physically is is a big one because you see on the end of the race, like some guys just fading back. Like Renault passed me in the first lap, and um, on the end he was a good few seconds slower. And it's not because he was not riding good. I think it's just because. Yeah, it has to be physically because in the beginning he was he was fast, fast and strong. So, yeah, that's a big boost. And um, with only two days to recover, it's it's also going to be a big part of it. So it's all about getting the rest and rehydrating, etc., all the normal stuff. And yeah, I'm really excited for the next one. Uh, Comrade Muse, uh, MXGP of Flanders, uh, 16th overall in a day, which obviously isn't what you would have hoped for coming into here, but considering everything that happened and there's a lot leading up to the race and today it's at least something to show for today i guess like what 13th in moto one that was good considering everything yeah no it was um it was a tough day that's for sure um we've had a good good run leading up to this um and yeah a little bit unlucky caught a bit of a a bit of a sickness the day before um and today it just wrote me off to be honest um i woke up this morning and immediately i felt I felt so rough and it was just a difficult day like this is probably the difficult most difficult race on the calendar um without being ill so it was uh it was um yeah it was a super tough day but it's uh it is what it is and I I made the most out of it I had a 13th in race one um and I was running ninth in race two and then um yeah a small uh small bike issue at the end um no fault of anyone's it was just a bit of a freak accident um and yeah, that was that really. But to be honest, like the the way I look at it is, on like this is probably the worst I felt um, um, racing um, a, a Grand Prix and and to come away with a thirteenth and yeah, okay, say a ninth. Um, it's it's not too bad, you know. We can we can say that on a bad day, I'm I'm just in, I'm around the tenth place, just inside the top ten. So that's um. Yeah, that's good for me, and um, hopefully now we can uh, we can recover quick for these next two days and um, and get the show back on the road on Wednesday. You said it after coming through the pack at, uh, in Spain. Look at lap, the first lap year; you weren't even in the points there, and nothing happened. So for you to get a thirteenth in the first motor with all of this, like the result to people looking at home, the results won't show it. But this is another, this is proof again that you've kind of made a big step. Yeah, definitely. Like for, for me, I'm a I'm a completely different person now. Um, mentally and physically than what I was back in Latvia um and and yeah like I said on my bad day now is is a ninth tenth eleventh um so we're still we're still scoring uh solid points but I mean today it was um it was kind of just a survival really especially for me um I didn't really even have five five or ten good minutes in me at the start of the start of each race so it was um it was just a cl- a case of uh, plodding around and hoping that people make mistakes and capitalizing on that but overall it was a um yeah it was a solid day and and I'm pretty uh secure I think where I am in the championship um so hopefully yeah we can um continue to score some good points but um first things first for me is just recovering fully um and trying to get back to my uh 100% fit self I'm guessing it was like really frustrating because obviously you're a great sand rider. You can be on a podium here when you're healthy. So I'm guessing you were doing laps and like your mind knew what you needed to do, but your body just wasn't letting you. And I'm guessing that was driving you insane. Yeah, for me, this um, this GP is a bit of me, to be honest. Like every year I've came here, um, 
I just enjoy the sand. It's just I just like the tough sand races. Um, and that long roller section, which, which was at the track today, like I'd have been all over that if I was if I was fit and healthy. But yeah, I just couldn't dial that in today, and it was just I was just weak in myself physically, and that was just the track was just taking so much energy out of me. Um, but yeah, like I said, hopefully I can get back to 100% fit and, and I can show my potential around this track because I spent a lot of time in the sand over the years. Um, and yeah, it's just a case of, um, for me, getting a good start and feeling 100% fit and then um, I think we'll be running at the front. Anyone hears illness and they think COVID, uh, it's not that, but we've got a race in two days. So obviously it'd be great if you had a full week to recover, but I'm guessing a little nervous about what's going to happen in the next two days as in... It's not a lot of time to get better. Maybe you'll get a bit better, but uh, you're up against it time-wise. No, yeah, there's uh, there's me saying for the last for the last few months that I'm liking these Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday races. Um, but now I now I kind of need a bit of a week um, to recover. But hey, we got we got two days, and um, yeah, I'm just going to get plenty of sleep and uh, get lots of fluid in me, and and hopefully wash it out my system. But I, it's. To be honest, for me, as long as I feel a bit better on Wednesday than what I do today, that's already an improvement. Um, and then we've got one left to go on Sunday. So, But we'll see how we feel and um, I'll try to uh, recover to my best ability. And uh, last thing, as uh, soon as you're a Sandman, you'll be able to answer this one. A few riders said that it was tougher to pass here than it normally would be at Lommel because obviously different time of year, dirt's softer, normally it's a bit harder. So it all funneled into more line, uh, one line more than it typically would. I'm guessing you found that when you were deep in the pack. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, you could say that the it it was um, with the tighter corners and things like that. Like only one line developed, whereas I think last year and the year before there was more a few more sweeping turns and things. So there's a few more lines, but I mean there was a few key points on the track which I think were were crucial in these races. And for one was the roller section. Um, and there was for sure still places to pass. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think the, the, the way the track was um, laid out, it was definitely more tight and technical. So with the sand as well, it all pushes into one big berm. So it only developed one line. But um, but yeah, I think for for sure it still made some great racing. And um, yeah, we, we look forward to going again on Wednesday.